Hey guys, how's everybody doing? Well, I'm doing fan-fucking-fantastic, and if you're listening to this voice, then you know it's a new episode of Sunset Overdrive fucking California, and today's podcast is fucking lit as always. So guys, I hope you're having a wonderful week, a wonderful day, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Well, because you're now listening to this podcast, and you're enjoying the sound of my voice, because yeah, pretty much that's it. But today's podcast, you know, it's pretty sick, it's pretty awesome, you know, I always make sure I deliver great um, guests, great entertainment for you guys, yeah, it's, it's just, it's just awesome, and it's, I think it's been a tough uh, few weeks for everybody living in South Africa, because we're dealing with load shedding, so for those who are listening internationally what's happening basically load shedding is um when our i don't even know how to call them but okay basically our power gets cut off for a certain period of time because there's problems with our providers escom which is our electrical provider so yeah, I don't know. Sometimes the power would go off for four hours, sometimes two hours. On 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 my case, it would be 10, 11 hours, 12 hours. You know what? It's not even load shedding for me. They're just rationalizing it. So uh, it's pretty fucking annoying. It's, I don't know. Like, there's a lot of things that has to change in SA. I mean, there's so much to discuss about it because, you know, a lot of people would be like, you know, we need to change political parties because we're having elections on the 8th of May, you know, for a new president or I don't know, or will the president or the sitting president continue being president for the next five years? It's it's just one of those things where it's a mess right now. It's it's fucking horrible. But yeah, um, it's 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 not pretty. It's not nice. It's everybody's frustrated, it feels like it's the end of the world at the moment, businesses now are losing money, and yeah, but it's something that needs to be addressed, something that needs to be fixed, do they even care at ESCOM? They fucking don't, so yeah, it's pretty hectic, it's pretty fucking hectic, but let's now not leave that behind, because, um, you know, we have a great, great, great a podcast so hopefully if you're dealing with the load shedding this podcast will keep you entertained for the next hour so you know we got a great podcast ahead of you and so guys sit back relax enjoy yourselves in the dark in the light wherever you are because you're now listening to sunset overdrive california Weird, though. I'm sorry. I'm I'm a very I when I'm in an awkward position I I tend to babble. Are you worried? I'm, like I'm are you not, worried. Like, like you just, seem nervous. Like I always just joke around. I'm. It's like I think one of the things people don't know about me is that I'm 
I'm always adding humor to the situation. I think Donovan helps with that. <laughs> I help him with that actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, tell me more. Um, what do you want to know? What do you help him with? Who writes the jokes now? No, now, now no, it's like, oh, no, okay, oh now, so you got a ghostwriter. Now, like, now you got a ghostwriter. Really to, yeah, having to put it out there. No, I, I just give advice if he needs it. And it's, it's mainly just a, oh, what do you think about this? How should I, you know? But he does most of the work. I'm not taking credit for anything. No, 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 no. He's no. just... And so I think a lot of people, when they think with uh, com or comedians and so mm. on, is that... They have to do everything original. They, yes. they do all of this stuff, and then when they get on stage, it's the first time they say the joke. <laughs> Not knowing that, hey man, we've said the joke to like 30 other people. Sometimes so. it is if they just want to test something out. And then yeah. based on the reaction, but it also depends on the audience, like yeah. who the audience is. So, yeah. So, yeah. Um, no, it's. I think it works vice versa. Like, I'll ask him, oh, what do you think of this piece of music mm. that I've just done? You know, so it works both ways. Yeah, okay. It's not a one-sided, one-sided game. <laughs> he was like, you better. Yeah. <laughs> probably listening to it, you better. <laughs> Shit, I'm happy that you say that. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. But how are you, though? I'm good. Um, I, I think, as you heard before, I was saying that I was struggling to settle into the year. Yeah. Um, I think because towards the end of last year, it was just like so jam-packed and busy. And I was okay, expecting yeah. 2019 to start with the same oh, sort impact. of yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. And it wasn't, it was kind of like a late start. But um, yeah, I'm just pushing my stuff as much as possible. And you know, I can't predict what's gonna happen this year. So we'll see. At least you had one of those slow starts towards it. You know, True. because it made you recuperate. Yes, think to yourself, I know. Oh, okay. I know, I know what to do for you. I get yeah. agitated when nothing's happening, oh, you okay, know? Yeah, so yeah. there's also a sense of, ah, Am I going nowhere in life? Like so this what's is how happening, it is. happening, you know? But I think, you know, those things happen in waves and we need to embrace the slow waves as much as the fast ones. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, at least. <laughs> Sorry, like they probably you can probably hear like there's some construction going yeah, on. Yeah, we're so. we're not on the we're not on the scaffolding right now. Yeah. It's, it's literally at, like a few meters away. Yeah, so <laughs> that's how noisy it is and annoying. But I've done worse podcasts. Yeah. So, like I said, I did one. There was Comic Con, mm. which everybody heard. Then there was one we did a car show. Mm. We were like revving the cars all yeah. over the place, and I'm like, you can just fucking keep quiet for like, a few minutes. But then it turned out great, and we're like, oh, yeah. wow. It's like background music, I guess. Mm, it's the perfect background music. Yeah. Nobody would have actually. I mean, who's is it has to be actual music? It can just be There are some people noise. that like that. Oh, I thought background music meant actually music. No. Like, no. You'd be surprised. There's actually this one composer who composed a piece called 344. Okay. And 344 is the duration of the piece of music, and it's not actually music. It's just sitting there and taking in all the ambient noise and that's the work of art wait really yeah <laughs> his name is john cage is yeah um i think it's 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 not necessary for me to say that he's a weird mofo he's <laughs> very weird <laughs> very very weird it's actually cool now that i think about mm. Wow. You should. It's actually on YouTube. You can yeah, you can search it. Just go search 344 and, and they actually have like a full-on orchestra on stage, but they don't do anything. They just sit there, and it could be like a hooting car or coins dropping or whatever. And they're like, yes, that's the art. That's what we want. <laughs> Very strange. Huh. No, that just 
Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna listen to it and then yeah. I'll, I'll put a verdict. Cause next thing you know, I listen to it and then it's like mm. it puts me to sleep. This is not yeah. peaceful, so yeah. I guess. So. I mean, a lot of people thought it was a wank, but you know. I think it's great. I think it's kind of um, your Origin, own interpretation man. of what you perceive as music or art or whatever the case. <laughs> okay, so. There is that I'll do or not. I mean, for example, mm. you said you went to UCT, right? Yeah. And you study. I study classical music. So I'm a classical trained violinist. <laughs> what got you into that? Like, I want to um, know that. Wow. Some competition here. Um, a huge competition. <laughs> There was a violin that was left in the family by my great grandfather. Okay. She bought it at an auction, and he never played it. Okay. Um, and he kept, he held on to it, thinking someone in the family was going to play. And then generation came by, and generation came by, and then I I came along and I started learning the violin, not knowing that it was going to be like a full-on career, like it's, it's going to be part of my future. And okay, yeah, yeah. lo and behold, there was this violin in the family, and now I'm still playing on that violin. And you're on a podcast now. And yeah. Yeah, basically. No, and because I'm I am. At Starbucks. <laughs> no, because I won't lie. I'm really a fan of you. I remember. I can't even remember. It was somewhere last year I discovered one mm. of your videos, and I was like, "Oh my god, mm. this is so good!" Because one thing you would do, you'd bring that whole, you know, violin, uh, classical, aspect, classical aspect, aspect to yeah. it. And then after that, you'd mix it with hip hop and R and B. Yeah. And I was like, "There's no way somebody can do this, <laughs> especially here in yeah. SA. There's no way." And then you did that, mm. and I was like. I mean, wow. I, I, I mean, I would say I'm still kind of biding my feet because when I moved to Joburg, I was playing in the orchestra, still like heavy classical stuff. Okay. Um, and then I just slowly transitioned to what I'm doing now because I got to a point where I was just like, there's so much politics in these circles, and I'm not going to be this happy for the next 20 years, kissing people's asses, yeah. and just you know, doing what they want me to do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't feel enough freedom. Okay. In that sense, you know, um, and I think it was my cousin who got married in the Midlands, and he wanted me to play this God-forsaken cheesy piece of music for the intro, <laughs> and I was dying. And he was like, "No, but you have to play it on your electric." I was like, "Okay, fine." Okay, fine. At least it's better that way. Yeah. It was. I don't know if you remember that movie Romeo and Juliet. There means so many. The one with Leo DiCaprio. Yeah, I remember. That yeah, one. yeah, no, that one I remember. And there was that Desiree song, Kissing You. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, you had to, you had I had to, to play perform. that and I was like, Jesus. this is so cheesy oh. right now. Oh, my worst. Anyway, so I did the thing and so many people came up to me and was raving about it. And it was my first, like, performance of that nature where I was just like, what? People actually love this? This is crazy. And then I think it was the next morning, Don was like, you have to do this. Because you're already changing people's perception of oh, this Yeah, of classical music. Because it's already like, it's such an art that's dying out. You need to start educating minds and saying that, no, but you can also do this with this instrument, you know? Mm. And it's that's not as all... boring as you think, yeah, guys. Yeah, 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 exactly. It can be cool, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's where it started. I think it was in 2016. Oh, okay. 2016, yeah. yeah. And if you go back, because I have this hashtag, Davina Plays. Okay, yeah. If you, if you go all the way down to the beginning, you'll see how <laughs> rough it was. <laughs> I was playing on my 
acoustic violin and the sound quality was terrible and it was just like I look at it now and I'm cringing like the entire time but yeah I mean I, I guess that's why evolution is so important and like that's how you learn yeah for example i would always say you know that first video you were like oh my god this was trash like, <laughs> yeah, why so did bad. i even, like why did i even even post this guys like what yeah. did you see in, in this fact, art? The, the first post i did i couldn't even click the post button i was so nervous oh okay, okay yeah, yeah i was like i had to get my sister can you actually i can't it, yeah. just click this and then she, she she pressed on the click button and i was just like oh my gosh what are people gonna think this is so embarrassing i'm putting myself out there mm -hmm. in such a naked way you know <laughs> at least for me it felt like i was naked but um yeah like the response was really positive and i was surprised and then that's i was just like okay now yeah. now i have to like keep doing this you know yeah because that's why those first videos actually make you say, oh, okay, you yeah. know what, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Next video, I'm going to do it. That like first this. impression then, yeah. kind of thing. So it's like, okay, you were good enough. Yeah. Now we can actually see what now you're doing. Now we can have fun. <laughs> no, because it's really great. I think I've always been a fan of classical music. Mm -hmm. But as you grow older and wherever you live, there are always that people, you know, hip hop is in right now. Yeah, you know, and you pop like is in right trap now. And, and you know, oh, worse. No, okay, I don't like trap. I know, I'm not a fan. Either, but it's it appeals to the masses for some strange see, reason, especially so, the youngsters. And I want to attract the youngsters oh, to yeah, this yeah, thing, yeah. you know. So yeah, that's I would say is my competition. <laughs> Track the, yeah. music. Uh, it's dying yeah. down slowly. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Because I think uh, one thing I did, I made some of my there yeah, those. Yeah, sorry guys. You guys are like, um, what's this? I almost said Starbucks. <laughs> You guys are the SoundCloud rappers. Yeah. But because they're my friends, I'm like, mm, yeah, you know. And then after that, I made them watch one of your videos. I'm like, hey, check this out. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, this yeah, is yeah, actually yeah. good. Yeah. Like, do you know it? No. But I'm like, <laughs> you guys could have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She can be on like my next. Yeah. Like, I get a lot of those of requests, you know, where they just like, oh, I'd love to use you. Let's collaborate. Yeah. And I'm like, cool, cool, cool. It's just time is such an issue, you know, because I also teach. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, I teach the violin, so it's I've got to compete with finding the right time, and they have to, you know, find the right time. Like, I think the last time I did a collaboration was with a female beatboxer. Oh, okay. Her okay, name yeah. is Tina. She's so dope, and we, it was literally like finding a date and a time kind oh, of thing shit. that suited right, us yeah. both. But we managed to make it work, and it, it actually came out really cool. We did one of Kate Renata's songs okay yeah, it was yeah. really really cool and i want to do more of that you know um because it just shows like a different element like you can be versatile and you can do this and i'm because i was classically trained i was trained like to fully, just like fully yeah classical. like don't you're not oh, supposed okay. to be liberal with your playing you're supposed to just read strictly what is in front of you and now i'm learning to do you know All improv yeah, and no, doing it, things like on the fly and it's just a, it's a challenging thing but I'm learning so much at the same time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So more to that, I guess. More collaboration. So, like, if there was somebody who would say who inspired you as well to continue like doing what you're doing, I mean, like you say, you were strictly taught to go mm. into classical. Mm. Was there actually somebody that inspired you that with classical you can do greater things with this? Mm, I wouldn't say there was somebody in particular. I mean, thanks to social media, we are exposed to so many 
other artists and a lot of people who do what I do are based in the States or you know whatever so that's really helped give me some insight on like what it is I want to do and like finding my voice and finding oh, okay, okay. what is truly me you know um, so a couple of people I can't really name one person in particular so yeah I would say that thanks to social media so we're gonna have to do a huge shout out to social media. Yeah. Social media, thank you so much. Which inspired <laughs> me to do if what I have to do. Social media was a person, thanks to you. <laughs> yeah, because I think the beauty about you know also classical and so on. Mm. <laughs> I know you know this artist. Uh, he's huge in America, but I think what was it? The first time I ever listened to him was all thanks to, like, for me it was movies. Mm. I'd always listen to movies and the soundtrack, I'm like, oh my god, this is so good. Here in the orchestra and so on, I'm like, this is so good. And then, I think, what movie was it? Oh, The Dark Knight. Ah. I listened to it. And I'm like, wow, mm. the piece here is so good, the music, mm. whoever composes was so great. Mm. And then, 2010 comes Inception. And I'm like, okay, who is this Inception guy? Inception is And then, cool. We find out, oh, it's Hans Zimmer. It's yeah, like, I was about to say, you're speaking about Hans I, right now. <laughs> who else? Who else? <laughs> who else? So I remember, it's like, wow, this guy is so good. And yeah. now I want his soundtracks and so on. Like to every single movie he does, because he makes music feel so much... More dramatic. More dramatic. Yeah. More like, it, you can actually feel music. Yeah. Because I, I know with a lot of you guys, you say there's, you can actually feel the music, you know, that vibration and so on. Mm. It means mm. something to you. Like actually talking and he's to a able person. to just amplify the scene based on oh, what yeah. he composes. You yeah, know? so great. You can actually just close your eyes and already sense that intensity, intensity of, yeah. the, of the scene because of the music. It just gives you that drive, you know. Um, yeah, I, I love how you know you still get those kind of old school composers where they want to use an orchestra. Mm -hmm. And it's not just, oh, I'm just clicking buttons, <laughs> which a lot of people just do. And it's so easy just to do yeah, that. Yeah, and it's like, watch, here's but my it's music. But it's not authentic enough, you know what I mean? I'm still such a huge fan of that. <laughs> I love that watch. <laughs> There's an authentic sound. Yeah. When was the last time we had an alarm clock? I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, well, this morning when I had to get up. Yeah, I mean, but an authentic <laughs> one at least. <laughs> yeah, 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 true. Um, another thing I do want to ask you, now that I'm thinking about it, is that um, basically, so throughout your career, you were in Cape Town, based in Cape Town, decided, yeah. what was the big decision to move to Joburg though? Well, I just didn't want to play at another wedding. Mm -hmm. I was so bored. <laughs> I was so bored at just playing at weddings. Like, honestly, if I had to play Pachabel's Cannon one more time, I was ready to commit murder. Oh my god. Like, seriously. It was just, I exhausted the scene in Cape Town. Yeah. I was just, okay, is this going to be it now? Okay, cool, the this mountain's beautiful. But really, the mountain's not going to help me bring money into my career. And just... Let me just do something interesting and exciting. I thought you were one of those people, you know what, I'm going to Cape Town. I'm, uh, I mean, why am I saying so many things today? You know what, it's early in the morning, this is it's why we're It's not even early, it's like I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit, for me that's still early, it's three long it's like it's early. But um, you decide that, okay, I'm going to Joburg, and it's like, cool, no more weddings. Because yes. I think a lot of people, what they see in Joburg is that there's a lot of opportunities to yes. do a lot of things. 
So I mean, of, I'm not saying I don't pay the weddings at all. I still do. I mean, but, but it's once in a while type of thing, they right? They don't like take up all of my time. And it is the the, the opportunities greater in Joburg. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I moved up, my first gig was with DJ Kent. Oh, and Kuli okay. Chana yeah, at the yeah. Turbine Hall for some Jägermeister thing and I was like, bruh. And then it was performing at Proverbs Red Tape Lodge at the Lyric Theatre yeah, right yeah, after yeah. that. And I was just like, huh, what is happening? The amount of work that I got in my first year in Joburg probably equated to about three or four years in Cape Town. And that was in one year in Joburg. So that should give you a an idea, an idea, an idea <laughs> of what's happening. No more weddings. <laughs> I'm not going to sing all of those songs anymore. <laughs> I mean, I had a plan. Mm-hmm. I'm also, I, I didn't just decide like on a whim. Okay, I'm going to move to Job again. Just kind of hang it out. I and see what happens. Yeah. The months leading up to the move, I made phone calls. I became such a nuisance to people because I was just like, ah, use me, use me, use me. I had a few teaching jobs lined up, so I had a plan, you know. And then I guess from there, it just kind of became better. Yeah, because I think it was also nerve-wracking. Yeah. Thinking to yourself, oh my well, God, I also just had to. If you met me in Cape Town and the person I was in Cape Town, yeah. you wouldn't say it's the same person. Really? Yeah. Why is that though? I was just such a wallflower. Not that I'm not one now. I was like an introverted violinist, like, oh, you know, I would sit in the back of the orchestra and just like busk away. Mm. When I moved to Joburg, I had to really be bold and put myself out there because that's the only way people here take note of you. Um, you know. The traffic as well. Yeah. <laughs> so bold. There's so much road rage. Oh, God, I and you're like, I didn't know I had that in me. Like I didn't know I had yeah. that in me. No, so, yeah. the, the traffic here is something else. I'm not even gonna go into that. <laughs> yeah. I really had to do like a complete 360 in my approach and my attitude because you know I think you, want, I, you want people to take note of you, and that's the only way to do it. Because I think again, a lot of things that a lot of people would notice if you come and visit Cape Town and Johannesburg is that Johannesburg is busy. Yeah. Like you said, now you had to remove that introvert self. It's there, but now you have to be more bold now. Yeah. Put that extrovert uh, stigma in you. And And it's also getting out and talking to people. Oh, yeah, that's also another thing. That's like, it's like a culture, you know. You have to go out and meet people and. Yeah, that's also another thing I also didn't like about Cape Town is that there's always one specific group. So yeah, it's very whole, picky. Yeah, so this whole thing of oh, we're gonna meet you and do this. Yes, uh, you're like you're, what? Yeah. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. Like it happens here in Joburg every day. Oh, okay. Like, then you're like, can we rather do a Skype thing, like so that no, we don't have we're meeting to you. No, it's like no, we're meeting you. Face to face interaction. <laughs> it's awkward. No, like, no. It's very awkward, but I actually enjoy some of it. I enjoy some of that. Getting out and meeting people. I mean, this is the first time we've met. I know. Probably everybody's I mean, I just searched you on like... Instagram right now because I didn't know what you look like. I was buying coffee and I was like, I should have actually asked, what does this guy look like? I put my phone number there just in case, but it makes sense now, yeah. Yeah. Because it's usually the case, oh, what are you wearing? Yeah, I don't no, even know what I'm arguing. No, and right then that now. is like that is a totally different level of awkwardness yeah. also because you're like, oh, what you're wearing? <laughs> it's like, do you need to Why? know? Why? Because <laughs> I need to find you. you know? It's like, hey man, like I'll just wave or something. Yeah. Okay, cool. Very awkward. 
anyway. No, because you see, like you say, well, we met and it's like people, probably people who are going to be listening are going to be like, really? It's like you guys sound like you've known each other for years. No, exactly. Nah, but I think that's the effect I have on people as well. Really? <laughs> You sure it's not the bags that I'm doing? Oh, there? shut up. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> it's not the bags. So I was reading also. <laughs> I was also reading again. Um, I think Red Bull did a piece on you. Yeah. We were talking about, I'm sorry, I'm not very familiar with musical things, so if I say anything wrong here, it's okay. Like, yeah, but computer wise, you can say something. Like, <laughs> no, that's not what you said. So I think it was you were, they were debating about something to do with contemporary and. No, so Red Bull invited me to be part of a discussion that was all about, um, I guess, females in the industry and okay. the creative process how they go about their creativity and putting stuff out there and they had me with another lady um, Marseille Underwood who's a vocalist that's based in Cape Town okay yeah Um, so oh sorry yeah (laughs) I'm just gonna hear that yeah (laughs) sorry Um, and it was basically just a discussion between the two of us and how um, how we go about our creative process and that sort of thing and where we find ourselves in the industry is still very much male, as I would dominated. say, dominated. Okay, yeah. um, you know, and how females are often perceived as a visual, visual thing rather than a talent. Well, I still think that because I get that a lot. It is. It's more a case of oh, but can you wear this short skirt while you play? And not like ooh, that girl's got chops. Actually, she should, you know, get merit based on that. Not. Not what you're wearing. Yeah, Not okay. what you're wearing. Okay. So that's still something that I'm constantly fighting. But um, yeah. Do you find it difficult though? I do. Industry, you know, I do. I do. I do. Especially, I find social media very difficult because you're up against other people who do stuff that are slightly more revealing. You know. I get you. Part yeah. Of the course, kind of thing. Um, but it is, it is a, a situation that I, 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 I'm fi- not fighting, but it's, it's challenging. It's challenging. I think in that aspect, because I've also learned through social media that mm. you shouldn't also concentrate on this I person. know. It's like, yeah, okay, you're doing that, so yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 cool, You cool, might cool. be getting maybe faster followers yes. than me, but you do that and you do you. I can't do that at all. I'm going to do this. Because I just have to focus on, because there's also that thing um, where you need to adopt your own followers. Bye! You have to adopt your own followers, not the people who follow those people. Yeah. You know, like get your own audience basically, because there's going to be someone out there who is attracted to what you do and finds that more appealing than the other thing, thing, you know? Because it's also uh, one thing, you know, about... uh, I forgot who... So when I was in LA, I met... I'm so sad I forgot him. I don't know if you know some Marvel show on Netflix called The Punisher. Yes. Yeah, I met that guy, John. John, I'm sorry. I, I John is the most typical name yeah, out there. Yeah, his name so is John. Like, I forgot that guy his John. surname. <laughs> I forgot his surname, but that no, guy, oh, John. Oh, yes, John. But John, who <laughs> in The Punisher and other movies as well. So I met him, talked to him, 
really nice guy. He's not as angry as everybody can see. It's because every single character actually is always angry. So I met him. He's quite cool, so on. And I just talked to him and he's like, you know what you should do always is that don't always 100% look at somebody. So if, you, uh, for example, you're doing music, mm. don't always go and look at everybody who's doing music, who's my competition, yeah. who isn't. Yeah. Because it's like, you need to keep original too. Yeah, exactly. There are a few people that you can see. Yeah. Oh, this person's doing this, yeah. that's cool. This person's doing that, but I'm not going to continue It's so interesting you say that, that because stuff, the thing so. is, I just read a paragraph out of some, I think it was a Gary Vaynerchuk book oh, okay, last yeah. night, where it was, it basically the, the sentiment was, there can be many people who do what you do or doing the exact same thing, but yeah. only your unique self can make it your own. Your own. You exactly. know what I mean? It doesn't have that unique aspect, so keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be slightly different to what other people what are doing. That's why it's like, you know, so with the whole thing of social media as well, it's, it's so great because now you know, oh, okay, I don't necessarily need to concentrate on this. Yeah. I can focus on other things and just yeah. keep on doing me. Yeah. And it's great because you always have fans that are like, you're so good. Yeah. Keep on doing this and this. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. That means I'm doing a good thing. After yeah, one should actually focus on that more than... It's the scrolling. Scrolling is the devil, dude. <laughs> Scrolling is the devil, it's so bad. And yet we still do it because... <laughs> We're addicted to it. We're addicted to it, culture. yeah. Yeah. So you now at least know that from now on, it's like, hmm, I can think about this more differently. Okay, yeah. you do you with your clothes and so on. <laughs> with your clothes, clothes. <laughs> or the lack thereof. <laughs> or the lack of clothes. And I'll do me with my violin. Yeah. Because this is where everybody loves mm. that type of thing. So, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's something that you should be like, yeah, I know. I need to. I need to just yeah keep pushing that and focus on that. Yeah. I mean, you also know a lot of comedians. So. That helps. Really? What What do you mean, like, like really? Like really? Really? <laughs> I was like hearing that sarcastic. <laughs> like, oh no, it does help. Like, uh, wait, wait, really? <laughs> No, I mean it does because it also makes things a bit, you know, there's a broader uh, mm. perspective to things now, yeah. for example. We can at least use you now to comedy sketches and so on. I mean, there was maybe one or two. Yes, okay. Yeah, now I need to ask this. What? Best gig you've ever done. Oh, best gig. Um, so far? So far. There's still I a think, lot to like, in recent times, I was like maybe a year, but like last year, I did. I opened for Chance the Rapper at Plaza Light, um, and that was probably like the highlight so far. Wait, really? Yes, and I also performed with Kanye once in 2006. What? <laughs> and you say it's so calm, like, yeah, yeah. By the way, there was also Kanye, it's like, like nonchalant, like, <laughs> like that should be the first one you should yeah. mention. Yeah. But was it like, it was obviously nerve-wracking, but I mean, yeah, it was a change I mean, of scenery as well. I was still studying at the time in okay. 2006, so I was planning to go to the show. He was performing um, at the Belleville Velodrome in Cape Town. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, and my friend and I had booked like Golden Circle tickets, like we're going to do this thing. So exciting. And He's going to touch my hand. <laughs> I'm going to taste this sweat. No. <laughs> 
And then a few days leading up to the show, I got a phone call from another friend of mine who was based here at the time, okay. asking if I was available on the specific date. And I looked at the date and I was like, no, no, sorry. I'm going to. It's the concert, man. Then, you, like, you, hello. You understand? Like, I'm not gonna be. I'm here. going yeah. to see Kanye. I can't do this. Okay. And then he was like, "Well, how would you like to be a part of the concert?" And then I think I blacked out for like 30 seconds. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did it, and it was basically a string quartet that was on stage with okay. his DJ and two of his backup singers. I think it was, and it was wild, man. It was. The only thing is that. The first time I saw him was the first time everyone saw him, so he didn't come to the rehearsals. <laughs> so you can imagine, <laughs> I was sitting there, ah, Kanye's on stage with me, or and I'm on like, stage with Kanye. Kanye and you're like, oh shit, shit, shit. Yeah, okay. I'm busy playing right now, I can't really look, you know. That was such a bizarre experience, too. Any, anything to do with Kanye is always yeah. bizarre, so I'm not so proud. Like, I have like vivid memories, but like other memories that are just like a blur. Oh, okay. Because it was so... It was such a moment, you know. And then what about with um, Oh Charles? Chance. Chance, Chance. Chance. Chance Juice. came about actually the guy, the creative director who's doing the show stumbled upon me on Instagram, funnily enough. That's what a good like Instagram is good for that use. Yeah, true. Like it's it's helped me get like a lot of work and stuff. And he he, he found me on Instagram and then he contacted my manager and he was like, yeah, I want to use her for the opening of the show. And I was raised on some platform. I had LED lights on my instrument oh, and this okay. behind the screen that, that, that lifted up and there I was doing this big opening and smoke machines and dances. Okay, and yeah, yeah, it was yeah, pretty yeah. epic. It was great. Um, so yeah. Did Charles come to the rehearsals? No. <laughs> As always. I just like, I don't get it what it is. What I am I doing wrong? <laughs> and always, they're like, no, we'll see you at the stage. They don't, these guys are so huge that they're just like, we'll, so, we'll see you when we see you. <laughs> so don't even worry about it, okay? And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so basically, with that, you perform, crowds going wild, mm. you see Chance on stage, mm. again you had to do the same I thing. actually didn't oh, see shit. Chance on stage because um, what happened was... Oh, you was, said you were opening. So right? I was opening and oh, then okay. Shane Eagle was on after me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was basically like the actual official opening and oh, then like all these okay, other performances. But that was very exciting. And I had to compose my own piece of music, which was um, something I've never done before, but... It was fun. It was really difficult composing. The idea of it was I struggled with because again classically trained you don't get to do that sort of thing when you're a classical okay, yeah. violinist. I forgot. Uh, <laughs> wow in the space of 20 minutes. <laughs> There's so much happening. I'm still going into my mind with Kanye. But Sorry, you're still processing. Yeah, like there's so many things I'm like you're processing. Still processing. Oh yeah, you were um, talking about Red Bull as well. Yeah, as well. Yeah. So that I, the idea of composing, I was just like, it's something that I've avoided for so long because it's, what do you play? <laughs> you know? What do you play? But then what happened was they actually gave me a backing track, so it was basically a blank canvas that I could just jam over and play okay. my own thing. Oh, okay. Really, really well, at least it's a success. I was yeah. going to be talking about it. Like, hey, I heard you performed at 
Later this year. Good man. Uh, that good man. Anyway, yeah. continue. Um, and I'm, I don't want to just do covers, oh, you know. Okay. I want to do like original stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm planning to do some original stuff which I should be working on at some point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but again, creative procrastination is it's like. happening, so yeah. Oh, terrible. You know, probably um, write one music note. You know what you're say? <laughs> like, you deserve Whoo! a break. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that took oh, out wow. all of my energy. <laughs> I'll do it um, tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, tomorrow I feel fresher. Um, no, I have to. I have to maybe do three original sort of um, works. And I'm excited about it. It's going to be along that hip hop theme. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. So where I'll, let you know. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Because I'm like.